Hi there. Welcome to, to the, the Pretty, Pretty Dumb, Dumb Podcast. We're recording. Hey, what's up? Hi. How do we sound? I think we sound pretty. Okay, cool. Pretty cool. Pretty disgusting. <laughs> oh, wait, no, this is pretty dumb. Yeah, what Courtney said, this is pretty dumb and I'm pretty congested because of allergies. How's everyone doing? Okay, no one's here to respond. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, someone just asked me to host something and I was like, I can't host it. So now I'm in like host mode. Um, Let's just jump right in. How was your week? Let's do it. My week was good. Uh, new dog, new day. I'm living in a new house now. It's honestly, it's a little exhausting just living in other people's homes and taking care of their pets all the time. Do you think... It's because it's not your home, so you can't feel, like, fully relaxed. Yeah, and it's just, like, I'm beholden to these animals. So, like, some people have their pets eat at five. Some people have their pets eat at six. So I'm like, okay, so I got to work my comedy schedule around these dogs. And can dogs tell time? I'm not sure. Yeah, they can. This is a fact because of Some of them get real hungry at specific times. And I'm like, listen, I'm busy. Uh, and also, it's just hard for me to, uh, like, stand up for myself and be like, okay, I can't do this thing. Or, like, today, I was dog sitting, and the owners get back this evening, and they were like, oh, the plumber is coming by at 8 o'clock. We need you to let him in to the back house. And I was like, okay. So I unlocked the back house, and then the plumber didn't come until noon. And then while I was gone walking dogs... This is just straight into what's chapping my ass. Sorry. <laughs> yes, that's sir. okay. Yeah. Then they were like, hey, um, so the plumber needs to get inside the house. When are you going to be back home? And I was like, I can't just change my whole entire schedule. Maybe you should plan your plumber to be there while you're there. So I don't have to change. Your, I don't know. It's just, it's whatever. I mean, I think that just boils down to people not having any respect for anyone else's time except their own, which like yeah. I'm guilty of. Yeah, and it's just showing me like I need to have more respect for my own time instead of bending over backwards for everyone else. Like I'm a definite people pleaser and it... I literally was going to ask you if you had ever told someone like, no, I'm not available to feed your dog at six. They can wait till I get home at seven. Saying no is very hard for me. We will work on that. (laughs) No. Yes. (laughs) But good practice. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, how was your week? My week was really good. Um, I went to a concert this week. I did the Upper Left Fest this week. Um, I got a birthday present this week. It's really cool. Um, honestly, just crushing it. I re- I, I really had a great weekend. Um, and then I got to see my like dumbass little niece, who's so cute. I love her. She's adorable. But also, I was like, you need to stop talking. You're ruining the Van Gogh exhibit. <laughs> no, I didn't say that to her. She was fine. She was hilarious. She saw, like, the Van Gogh moon, and she was like, a moon. And I was like, that's right. Indoor voices. No. <laughs> Everyone's looking at you. Yeah. Embarrassing. You, you don't have to say that. And then she, like, wanted her crackers <laughs> at one point. And I was like, this is so unbecoming. Like, you don't need crackers right now. Like, Van Gogh can feed your soul. <laughs> and our ring light just died. Uh, We're just um, going with But the highlight of my week was honestly seeing Rez in concert. I got to dance and rave like I was young for one night, and that was so much fun. Nice. Getting it in right before your 30th birthday. Hey, let's relax. (laughs) Let's calm down. Let's calm down. Is this the last show before you turn 30? Yes. (gasps) 
I should have brought you a present. Mm. <sighs> next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our special surprise next week can coincide with your birthday. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then, oh, my, my amazing birthday present. I got a cassette player, like a boom box with a mixtape. It was really cute. Like, I'm really happy with it. That is pretty cute. Yeah. Is it like romantic songs? It's just 80s songs. Okay, we're not. Pause while I close the window. <laughs> oh, is that a is that a problem? Jenny, can you take cut this? Yeah, I'm gonna leave this in. I don't know if you guys could hear that, but she's so disgruntled right now. Yeah, I know it's broken. Okay. I think you're turning it the wrong way. Yeah, it's not that. Just needed a break. Okay, and we're back. Hi. Hey. Okay, so what's what's chopping your ass again? Uh, I got I got different things. So I uh, I work part time occasionally as a barista for a catering company. Um, I've worked for this company since I moved to Seattle, so like eleven years. And just off and on. The owner Terry is so nice. He's just like, yeah, whenever you need hours, just let me know. Um, so right now they kind of have a barista shortage, so they're calling me because I'm like pretty good at my job. Um, so I was making coffee at a school last week and most people like, so it's like a catering cart. So there's a coffee machine on this cart. We bring syrups, we bring milks. It's very. Are you pushing this cart around? Or I don't have place? to push it. Okay. But it is place. brought to where I am. Yes. And uh, so we have limited supplies, but we try to carry what people like and making drinks, just chatting. And this one lady, like oat milk is a big thing. Do you like oat milk? loves oat milk. I I love love oat milk. milk. It's like the closest to dairy tasting. Like as a barista, it steams very well. It makes good frothy milk. You'll never get almond milk to act that way. Or soy milk. I hate almond milk. So we have all these different milk options. And then this lady walks up to my cart and she's like, oh, do you guys have macadamia nut milk? Who the hell asked for macadamia nut milk? What a bitch. This white woman with dreads. I was like, you fucking would. No, we don't have macadamia nut milk. I was like, I didn't even know that that is a milk. She's like, oh, yeah, it's great. It's very low calories. I was like, I don't care. You want (laughs) soy milk or what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what's driving your yeah just really picky and it's all i'm not gonna say it's always white lady with, with dreads because they're few and far between but i was like i could just tell she was gonna be a problem <laughs> this bitch for many reasons <laughs> yeah well i'm sorry what did she end up ordering i don't remember some basic drink she was like well never mind i'll just do whole milk instead (laughs) i want all the cow (laughs) yeah just kidding if you don't have that no one's gonna know the difference except for my ibs Uh uh-huh it's so true though i had two teas today now i i usually don't even drink coffee but i had two uh black teas with some non-dairy creamer and uh had to run to the bathroom. <laughs> I I had ice cream. But she feeling skinny. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I don't feel skinny. But I had ice cream this weekend and I drove from West Seattle 
to here and I barely made it back to the toilet yeah I was like (laughs) I was like oh my god I'm literally fighting against time right now (laughs) I was like in the elevator trying to get to my apartment and I was like this thing is moving so slow taking the stairs two at a time (laughs) I was so scared I was gonna shit my overalls Oh, your white overalls. Yeah, my white oh, overalls. No. Yeah. Thank God I was wearing underwear. I don't know what I would have done. Overalls are the worst, too, when you have to go to the bathroom. Overalls and uh, what are they called? Snap between your like, bodysuit. Yeah. Anything that like I have to unbuckle all the way to like get... <laughs> to get completely naked to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yes. I was wearing overalls at a club one time, and I had to like full on like Winnie the Pooh take a shit at this club. <laughs> And I was like, I hate it here. Like, I hate it here so much. Hey, you made that decision. I know. But the overalls, I like overalls because they make you look like you're dressed up when you're not. Interesting. I think they make me look pregnant. I also look pregnant. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So don't feel it's bad about that. It's a universal thing. It's, okay. it's an everyone thing. I feel better. Two people who feel pregnant in overalls, you know, translates to everyone. Yeah. Because we are the whole demographic of everybody. Yep. We did it. <laughs> okay. What's chapping your ass this week? Um, so I mentioned I'm driving. Oh, yeah. You got your car back. Yeah. So the reason I haven't been driving is because I had been uh, accused, allegedly, of driving drunk when I was not. I blew a point zero eight one, and it was a lot of bullshit. I wasn't drunk, but they were like, you have to you know, say that you're drunk if you want to avoid getting in trouble. And I was like, I fucking hate it here. I hate this goddamn country. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, one of the stipulations was I have to have a blow and go device in my car in order for me to drive. And I avoided that for three years because I was like, I'm not paying for this shit. This is stupid. How much is it? It's like $120 a month. Jeez, yeah, just finding you left and right. No, they're really just like shoving their fist up my ass and using me as a muppet. Like, (laughs) so that's a negative thing. It's a bad thing. Okay, yeah, I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like being told what to do and say. But I was like, whatever. Like, this is necessary. I need to do it. It's just the thing that needs to happen now. Mm -hmm. So. Anyways, I have a blow and go in my car now, and that is really annoying the fuck out of me. Have you? Ever- Are you like good at it though? Yeah, I'm great at it. <laughs> have you ever seen someone use one of those? Yeah, I think I've used one in my friend's car. Oh, really? Okay, did it beep at you randomly yes. while you were driving? Yep. It's okay. Just like we're still we're making sure you're not drinking while you're driving. Yeah, that's what really drives me up the fucking walls. Is like it'll just go off randomly, mm-hmm. and it's like so fucking annoying. It's so loud, and it's like. You have to hum blow into it, which is yeah. Stupid. I remember, like, I was not good at it. I don't think I was able to actually do it. Oh. I didn't have the lung capacity for it. Okay, don't ever drive my car because I want to get in trouble. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it like reports all of this data to the government, and they're like, "Yeah, he's sober." And I'm just like, oh, "I hate my life. I fucking hate my life. Fuck it." But yeah, so that's chopping mm. my ass. Oh, and then also, the day that I got my car, paid two hundred dollars to get it installed. And then uh, they were, my dad and I were at the place getting it installed. And then uh, my sunroof broke 30 minutes after I started driving it for the first time in three years. Oh, no. My sunroof just up and stopped working. And now it's being held together with uh, waterproof duct tape. Ooh, she classy. Yeah, it's (laughs) really great. I hate my life. 
Oh, that's a bummer. But at least I'm driving again. And that's really all that I care about is mm-hmm. like I can do more shows further away because I can drive now, which is great. Yeah. You're not reliant on other people to drive you. I am not reliant on other people to drive me, which is so much work. Yay. Finally. I have freedom. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. It is pretty awesome. Congrats. Thanks. Yeah. Being sober this whole time has not (laughs) fucking been fun. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know. We've both been sober for a while now. Yep. What's your sobriety like? Well, I've been sober for, I think, almost five years. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Um... It's been fine for me. Like I I didn't have a drinking problem when I got sober, so it wasn't difficult for me. Like I wasn't like craving it or like I just want to drink. I was just kind of like once I decided to stop, I was just like, nope. And it's just been easy for me to like it's kind of like a badge of honor. Like, oh, I've been sober for almost 5 years. Like I don't want to throw that away just to be like oh I want to try a lemon drop or you know it's kind of like oh I've done it for this long I want to keep going sort of thing why did you decide to go sober um there were a few different reasons um so I get migraines and I didn't realize at the time that I just get migraines but so I thought they were from drinking. So I would drink maybe like twice a month. And every time I did, I would get a migraine. And they would last for like two days. And so I just thought Ooh. I was having really bad hangovers. And I was mm-hmm. like, this isn't worth it. I had like two Rainiers and a hard cider. And now I'm just like laid up for two days. So I was like, well, that's not a reason to drink. Like I'm not having fun anyways. And also both of my parents are now um, in recovery for alcoholism. Mm -hmm. So they've been sober for almost six years. Um, And just kind of, I don't know, realizing like both of my parents are alcoholics. So 100% of my DNA is susceptible to alcoholism. Like I'm really pushing the boundaries if I continue. Mm -hmm. Not that I like was going hard in the last few years of me drinking anyways but i was like you weren't blacking out getting crazy no i never blacked out i would just either vomit or just cry myself to sleep before that (laughs) i was also a big vomiter i loved vomiting i was like yeah i need to throw up to avoid a hangover god one time i no one time i was at a bar in pullman where i went to school (laughs) go kooks and i remember running to the bathroom to throw up and I didn't make it to the toilet so like on my way into the stall I just projectile vomited like across like just wall toilet floor just and I was like sorry sounds hot sorry about it Valhalla (laughs) oh my god I've drank there (laughs) I've drank there hope you didn't use the women's bathroom I did not (laughs) use that but that place was like I that's the one with all the steins right I honestly, I don't remember too much. I don't know. I just know that I drank at a place called that in Pullman. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Like the downstairs. Yes. There's Mm -hmm. cages. Ooh, no, that's. Well, when I was there, that was called Mike's. Oh, I think it's called Stubblefields or something. I don't know. Okay. Well, I know of that place. Mm -hmm. Regardless, it's been a few years (laughs) since I drank there. Obviously, There are only a few places to. Yeah, when, my, when my sister brought me to Pullman, I was like, what do you guys do here? And she's like, there are this many places to go out and drink. And I was like, mm-hmm. this place is awful. <laughs> this is awful. I can't believe people choose to go to college here. Hey, I had a good time. I mean, like, whatever. As long as you're having fun, I guess that's all that matters. <laughs> but, okay. So, wait. When you 
got into sobriety, did you have trouble like you didn't have any trouble like navigating like social interactions? Um, I think that's been the most difficult part because when you're used to like drinking with your friends and then suddenly one of you isn't drinking, it makes everyone else in your group kind of be introspective and be like, oh, well, if they're not drinking, then they're just going to be judging me for my drinking. And it like I think it brings people's insecurities out. I literally had a friend do that when I got sober. She would be like, I would be like, hey, like this person genuinely has a drinking problem. And I would be like, hey, I don't think people like it when you drink because you kind of turn into a horrible person. She was like, you're just projecting that you're sober and I can have fun. And I was like, <laughs> okay, but also like you hit people. So like, I don't know, yeah, that's not good. like that's not really fun for anyone. Mm-hmm. And like, she made it all about like how it was me who was just feeling bad that I had to be sober. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and we got into a huge fight in San Diego <laughs> about it. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, and then I was like, yeah, no, I'm not dealing with this anymore. No mas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't my experience. It, it was more just like people kind of being uncomfortable around me just because I wasn't drinking. So that was kind of frustrating. Um, and also, like, I didn't drink until I was 21, but my friends drank not so much in high school, but like in college before I turned 21. And so I was always the DD and always around all these other drunk kids. And it, it was the same thing in my thirties as it was in my twenties. Like when you're the only sober person and everyone around, around you is drunk, it's real annoying real quick. It is kind of annoying, (laughs) isn't it? Like, I think I got used to it. I think I just kind of got used to it. But I remember that first year of sobriety, I was just like, I'm like not enjoying everyone being fucked up right now. Like yeah. this is not really doing it for me. I'm not mm-hmm. like excited, but I still loved going out to like clubs and going dancing because I could yeah. dance sober just fine, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But yeah, everyone is really fucking dumb um, yeah. when they're and drunk. Yes, for sure. And like I, I don't, I don't claim to be sober because I do – like indulge in edibles occasionally right so I kind of just swapped those out so I just say that I don't drink but like I would do that so if my friends were drinking then I would be like oh okay I'll have an edible and I would kind of be on the a similar wavelength right sometimes like I would be like okay I'm gonna take a sativa because there are more uppers compared to indica where you're more relaxed so like okay I'll have a sativa edible I know my friends are going to be drinking but I'm I'll still be able to dance and like have a good time and kind of feel like this is fun still yeah Mm -hmm. um but then there are times when I'm like this this isn't working for me (laughs) I also found that like when I was sober I was like it's so easy to say no to like going out now like Mm -hmm. which like I still I love to go out I love to party I love to have fun but like I found it was easier to be like it was a good scapegoat to be like, I don't want to go out tonight. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't feel pressure to go out, you know? Yeah. And I don't know, like I don't miss it really. Like just, I, I mean, college was fun, but I made so many poor decisions as most people do when they're drinking. And like, that's kind of the point of drinking. It's like, and that's the thing that I didn't like was people use alcohol as like an excuse to act like an idiot. And it's like, no, you're, choosing to make these decisions it's not cute because you're drunk like you're 
a grown ass adult and you're like, oh, I'm just going to like do it. I was drinking like, no, you're still an adult. (laughs) I mean, like, I don't know. I think some some choices that you make drinking can be blamed on the alcohol. Yeah, but using alcohol as a thing instead of just like you can make all those same choices sober. I don't think I would You're have just made using some of the it choices as a crutch. <laughs> I don't think I would have made some of those choices sober. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Like there was I don't want to say I was so young. <laughs> but this one time I got blackout drunk, literally have no memory of this, and I guess I was making out with this like just nerdy looking dweeb at a club one time and my friend was like he was so ugly like he was so (laughs) ugly like he was wearing new balance sneakers to the club and khaki (laughs) pants and like an oversized button-up shirt and I was like oh my god did we make out with the same guy maybe yeah and they were like you were so fucked up and I was like nobody did anything to stop this (laughs) Like, what was I, like, where were all of my friends? And they were just like, yeah, no, we were not going to stop you. Yeah, but also you can't convince a drunk person to not do the thing. I have dragged (laughs) bitches out by their hair for acting a fool in a club. Okay, I have done that. You're a better slash worse friend than me. (laughs) The last time I I drank, I remember um, me and a girlfriend and her boyfriend wanted to go to a comedy show. So we went. Oh my god! How foreshadowing! I know we went to the Seattle Underground. I don't remember who was there. I don't remember who we saw, but like I think we went on a Groupon. And so I was like, okay, well I have a ticket with my Groupon. I need to bring someone. And like my friends were busy, so I asked this dude who we had gone on like a date or two, and I was like, not into him, don't like him. But I was like, well, we can be friends. Hey, you want to come to this comedy show? So we ended up drinking there and then I think we went out afterwards and drank and I had maybe three drinks all night and then ended up like making out with him in his car and the whole time I was like, I don't like him. His breath stinks. I don't like him. I don't like this. I don't like this. But I still did it and I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to call it. <laughs> was that your final moment? Was that your rock bottom? You were like, Mm-mm. I don't want to make out with boys with that breath. I've been there too. Except I don't remember them. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. No, wait. This one time I got so fucked up and like two of my girlfriends were with me and they were going to crash at my place because I was the only one who lived in Seattle at the time. And then one of my girlfriends was like, I met a guy at the bar. I'm going to go to his house and have sex with him. And I was like, you do that, girl. And then I met some guy at the bar and my friend uh, Gabby, Gabriella, so great calling her out yeah she <laughs> stayed at my place and she was so mad she was like you guys are really both ditching me for dick right now and i have to stay at richie's house sober <laughs> and we both looked at her and we're like yeah Ooh. sorry i don't yeah. feel bad about this dude one time i was very drunk and ended up like making out with this guy who i knew he was like very into like just like otherworldly going to space kind of just like always high and he told me later that he that he had to go down on me to know if I was a princess or not in a previous life or if I was stop no this is the worst gimmick I've ever heard (laughs) are you a princess in another life turns out nah (laughs) so he was just eating peasant pussy uh cool Uh uh (laughs) and like that was 
we were in town for like a New Year's Eve party. So it was me and three other girlfriends sharing a hotel room. So me and this guy just like hooked up like in the stairway of this random hotel. It's very romantic to um, find out I wasn't even a princess. I, <laughs> I love hotel sex. It's my favorite sex. But not in the stairway. <laughs> so were you just like sitting down on the stairs while he was eating you out? Or it was were you like standing? right in front of the stairs. So it was just like on the carpet. Where like security just cameras are definitely probably, watching. Probably, yeah. There's some security perv watching just like these freaks. I'm telling you, drinking, I would never do that high. <laughs> Be like, where's the food? <laughs> <laughs> I need cupcakes and pizza. I so like once my like sobriety stint is over, I'm gonna be so excited. Like I cannot wait to start drinking again. Really? I, yeah. I mean, like I don't think I'm gonna drink the same way that I used to for sure. Because like I'm realizing, like I can live a life without it. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. But it's like. I just want to not feel in charge all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I've been white knuckling it through life for <laughs> a while now. Okay. I don't get high either. I don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have just been white knuckling everything. And I just would very much like to be not in control for a little bit. Yeah. I get that. In a safe place. Like where? A gay club. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to do like classes and stuff? I did. Mm-hmm. What and were those like? Uh, it was awful. It was awful. Because <laughs> you're like, I'm better than you people and I shouldn't even be here. I had to do AA and I had to do drug and alcohol counseling. Mm-hmm. And I did drug and alcohol counseling for two years. Okay. And that was that was like not fun at all. Like, I mean, I met some cool people and I made some friends there, which was nice. And I still talk to some of them to this day, which is great. Um, and that's actually how I got into stand-up comedy was because someone was like, you should do stand-up. Like, who- Quit using our meetings for your tight five. You're not helping us. Essentially, yes. He was like, you make fun of everything here and you're really funny naturally. You should just do stand-up. And I was We're like, tired of you roasting us at our meetings. We're just pouring our hearts out. Kind of. Yeah. And it worked out. It all worked out. Nice. So, yeah, I guess you could say if I didn't get arrested that night for a bullshit DUI, you and I would not be friends. Probably. So thanks, State Washington State Patrol. You can't see it, but we're thumbs up <laughs> <in> the camera. <laughs> oh, Fuck the police. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> I did once. It wasn't great. Yeah. Oh, gross. <laughs> you fucked a cop? Listen. Were you drunk for that, too? <laughs> sure. Okay. Actually, ooh, I was drunk when I first. So, <laughs> there was another drunk story. Uh, we, I think we matched on plenty of fish, but we hadn't like met in person. Maybe we like chatted a little bit, but I was like drunk out on Capitol Hill. I think it was New Year or no, it was Halloween because I was dressed as Leslie Nope. <laughs> I walked by him, and I was like, "Oh my god, I know you!" And he was like what and my friend was like Corey no you don't like we're drunk and it's like dude we're like in our 20s chill and I was like no I I know you from plenty of fish just called him out and he was like oh okay cool like it was which is like the most uncool dating (laughs) app too it was real awkward I was like okay bye (laughs) and then you fuck that dude wait was he a real cop or was he like dressed as a cop he was a real cop he's a real piece of shit know if we actually had sex did he choke you no okay i heard that cops like to choke people during sex and i was like and also not into that 
What? And also not during sex. I think they just like to choke people. I think, yeah, I think that that's kind of their thing is they're like, ah, I just can't stop doing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not funny at all. Ooh. I thought it was funny. <laughs> this is like bad things happen and we have to make uh-huh. jokes about them. That's sometimes. true. Oh, I think the worst thing that happened to me while I was drinking, I went out with a guy like we used to date and then we had broken up but still did the hey let's let's just hang out it's your birthday should we get some drinks should we hang out and so we i took him out in my neighborhood and we got very drunk and then we went back to my place and i woke up to him inside of me like having sex with me and i was like okay ew my immediate reaction was to cry and then he was like are you okay and i was like I think and he was like I thought you were awake and I was like I wasn't but I am now so I guess you can just continue it was just like a very confusing thing and then like I actually started listening to a different podcast called guys we fucked and like it's Christina Hutchinson and Corinne Fisher they're comics from New York Mm -hmm. and they just kind of talk about a bunch of sex stuff and then just listening to their podcast I was like oh my god I was raped. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's a thing. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> super cool. Super cool. Super cool. Yeah. It was yeah, it was really confusing. I like to call it graped, like gray area raping. Did you make that up? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. That's really funny and I like that. So So yeah, it's just a, I had a graping at one point in my life too. <laughs> except so mine was just it sounds so stupid. I was graped. Um, what is that? It's very fruity. Um, no, but I like there was a guy who was like, he wouldn't put on a condom. And I was like, I don't want to have sex with you unless you put on a condom. And he did it anyway. And I was like, I don't like this. Like, and he was like, but you do like it. And I'm like, I was just like, well, you're already like in there. Like, I just don't. I'm not going right. to whatever. Yeah. And then I like years later was like wait a second uh-huh. that wasn't consent yes that Sometimes wasn't okay it takes a few years and a bunch of other people to be like you know what that's bullshit and you're like oh it you, was i'm a victim you know what really chopped my ass about that is i told that to one of my friends and same friend who also has a drinking problem <laughs> literally was like you need to deal with your trauma. And I was like, I have no trauma from this. And she was like, you don't know that. And I was like, no, I think I do know that I do not have trauma <laughs> from this situation. And she was like, Mm-mm, I, I don't believe you. You have to see a therapist. You have trauma. And I'm like, it sounds like you have trauma and you're projecting your trauma on me. My trauma is traumatizing you and I'm sorry. My lack of trauma is traumatizing <laughs> you is more like it. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't realize I had trauma until like, you know, three or four years after, maybe even more, just dating someone else. And then that dude, the graper, the grapist, <laughs> had like randomly texted me. And then I just kind of like melted down, was like, no. So, yeah. And then I did a really dumb thing, which I think, I don't know what it is. You can shine some light on it if you want. But I like, once I realized what happened and like, that was a graping. I reached out to him and I was like, hey, I think it was a part of me trying to like deal with what happened. So I was just like, hey, just so you know, the last time we were together, X, Y, and Z happened and it, I don't feel good about it. And I just wanted you to know. And then his response was, I would never do that. 
no, it's not something I would do. All of my girlfriends know that are like friends who are females. Like I have female friends who have been assaulted and I would never, and I was like, okay, well, I'm just letting you know what happened to me and my thought process. And then he was like, well, I'm really sorry. And then I like, like circled back like a few days later, checking in on him to make sure that he was okay with the knowledge that he raped me. And he was like, I forgot that you even brought, that you even said anything. And I was like, okay, fuck you. Cool. Glad we're learning. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. You can go back yourself. Is that his name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's his address? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. What's his social? <laughs> Let's tell the police. No. <laughs> fuck the cops. Uh, <laughs> We handle this ourselves. <laughs> purge, purge, purge. <laughs> no, we can't have that. And we don't condone purging. We don't condone purging. Wink. Um, <laughs> okay. Did we, I feel like we covered, learned a lot. Should we keep going? Should Did, did hey, we learn anything else this week? We learned That's that. That's our closing thing. Yeah, we learned that trauma has no end date. You never know when it's going to hit you. And also, grape can be funny. Grape can be funny. <laughs> We're the victims. We decide what we laugh about. <laughs> I learned this week that... <sighs> you have good, strong lung power to power your car. <laughs> Which is honestly so shocking because I inhale a vape like nobody's business 24-7. No, I, I want to do something better than that. What did I learn? <laughs> I learned that... Sometimes it's nice when guys treat you nice. That's true. Yeah. Sometimes it's cringy and you're like, ew, too nice. But sometimes it's like, all right. Sometimes it's okay to be like, I like that you treat me nicely. You made me a mixtape. Yeah. And you made me feel good. Aww. Okay. Well, anyways, thanks, everyone. You're thanks all wonderful. Thanks for listening. Bye. And if this caused oh, trauma... Shit. We apologize. And also, if you want to talk to us on or off line, you can hit us up. But we're not therapists. No. We're better. <laughs> we're comedians. Yeah. But hit us up at the Pretty Dumb Pod on Instagram. Yeah. Bye. Okay, bye.